Now, here's a preview of Powerful Women Revealed. And welcome to WATD's Powerful Women Revealed, created and hosted by Nicole Perry. You're invited to enjoy an ongoing series of personal and educational discussions with a variety of women that want to educate, inspire, and bring awareness to the community. These women all have a powerful mission and appreciate the opportunity to share their stories, milestones, and successes with you. Here's your host, Nicole Perry. Good afternoon and welcome to Powerful Women Revealed. I'm your host, Nicole Perry, and my guest today is a is certified through John Maxwell and DISC, D-I-S-C, which stands for Direct Influences, Steady, and Compliance. She has several years of experience working as a corporate trainer with multiple companies. She has given thousands of speaking presentations at conferences, both in person and via Zoom, has conducted many trainings for companies and teams to elevate their staff performance and help keep the communication muscles strong and for her clients and with continued consulting and coaching services for new supervisors and managers. That was a mouthful. Uh, Michelle Teague, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much, Nicole. It is awesome to be back on your radio show. Thanks so much again for having me. I, I, it's my pleasure. You are a Virtual USA Powerful Women Rise member, and I want to support my members as much as possible with visibility and clarity. This is all about clarity too, right? Yes, it is. Mm. And it's also about gratitude and how grateful I am to have someone like you in my life. Thank you. Thank you so much. I am so grateful too to have you in my life and we want to talk about gratitude right now. So I'm glad that you brought that up right away. Um, You were last here. If people want to listen to your previous show with me, you were here in March of 2021. And uh, so that episode is up on iTunes on the podcast and Spotify and Amazon and a few other places where we're at. But um, what have you been grateful for during this last year with respect to your business? Um, What have you been grateful for? I've been grateful. Actually, there's several things that I've been grateful for over the past, uh, it's been about six, seven months uh, since I I last was on here. And uh, obviously, you're always going to be grateful for for the new customers and for the existing customers that you have. Uh, One of the things that I found is that a lot of times when I'm working with my customers, uh, some of the reasons why I'm thinking that I want to work with customers is not necessarily what they are thinking why they want to work with me. Do you? Do you really? Know I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Isn't that interesting? So you pick up when you have conversations with potential clients, you are picking up on things that you know they that you can help them with. Yes. And they're picking up on things that they know they want help with, but they're not the same thing. Isn't that interesting? It is. Uh, One of my current customers, she's a small business owner. She's an accountant. And she has a very difficult time communicating with some of her customers. Um, And and that's when I use DISC to help her with that. But the whole reason why she sought me out was because she's having a hard time communicating with customers. And I'm just grateful that I have the tools uh, to help her and that she now has the tools to be more successful at what she does. And now, and did you see something different, though? Because it, or mm-hmm. was it was this a particular example of who, you know, you each saw something different um, in each other? I did. Uh, I saw uh, I saw the successful businesswoman who uh, she has a, a lot of clients already and, and she's doing a great job and she, she gets the word out there and she she's constantly getting new customers. So I'm thinking, all right, she's got to put together pretty well. She, on the other hand, she saw the other side of all of this where, yes, she has all these customers and, and yes, she's getting new ones. But some of them, there's just a disconnect for her that she just couldn't communicate well enough with them to get the information she needed for her customers to be successful. And that's where Ah, I came in. Yeah. Interesting. She wasn't Mm -hmm. able to effectively communicate what she needed to help them. Correct. Interesting. It is. uh, Because when when you start to think about that, you start to think about... uh, how not only am I helping her, I'm now helping her customers. And so it's Mm. this ripple effect that begins. Yeah. Now you have participated in many speaking conferences, like thousands. Mm -hmm. And so this is like with your husband too, because your husband is is, uh, a Teague of your own is the name of the company. I love that you have it right in front of my face on the Zoom screen right here. Um, So your your husband is with you. You um, you, obviously had to make a shift with the the in-person. Are you starting to go back in person again? And who is the ideal company that you want to go and speak to? We are starting to go back to in-person and what's going on now is um, most of the companies that we work with, they're small to medium-sized companies that they have. uh, Yeah, give me a number. What's their number kind of look like? Usually it's somewhere less than, you know, 250, 300 employees. And the the main thing is they're, they don't have the resources for their own training department. Uh, that's usually the, the main reason why we're working with them is because they need to bring somebody from outside to conduct the training for them. Because uh, they, they don't have the time, they don't have the resources, they don't have the manpower to so do it themselves. Are you actually, do you work well with the human resource professionals? I do. Uh, usually the human resources person or the business owner themselves, if it's a small enough company, that's generally the person that I am in contact with first is that type of person. 
And usually do you see one particular person in HR with that many employees, 250 to 300? Usually, yes. Uh, usually it's the human resource director. I know you'll, you'll have different levels. You'll, you'll have like a manager's behind beyond them and uh, some of their support staff, but usually it is the the human resource director uh, because they want to find out what I can do to help the different types of employees and team members that they have. So they're there there on the day-to-day basis, but really sometimes it's important to invest and bring in outside eyes and ears. Uh, what I have found over the years, and it, it, this is true no matter what organization, what type of industry, is you as the human resource manager or you as the business owner or you as a top level manager or leader could tell your employees until you're blue in the face, you need to do X. Hmm. And, as soon as you bring somebody in from the outside and they say those exact same words, you need to do X, everybody's like, oh, we need to do X. And that's what ha- they listen to the person from the outside. And that's one of the reasons why people will bring in trainers is because they realize uh, the the people aren't listening to us. They're, they're not taking what we say. Uh, to heart and we just need to bring somebody in who's going to tell them the exact same thing and all of a sudden the light bulbs go off the the light switch goes on and people start making changes okay i just now had a light bulb of a person that i spoke to the other day that Mm -hmm. would be a good connection for you and i was just having a conversation with her and it was it's just occurring to me right now that part of what her challenge is is the communication. Yes. Um, but I also want to talk to you um, with my own business because I'm like <laughs> listening to you. I'm like maybe I should be bringing in professionals to talk to all the women in Powerful Women Rise. So I'm not sure about that. What does the consultation look like with you? Usually we sit down for about an hour, sometimes an hour and a half, uh, talk about where the company is right now, where it is they want to be. And basically what you're looking at is that gap in between is what can I do, what can my husband and I do to help you overcome that gap? Do we have the services that you need that will help you overcome that gap? Mm-hmm. And if we do, then we'll work with you. If we don't, um, we know lots of other people out there who we can refer you to who will be better suited for you. That's the other thing is just because I'm going to sit down and have a consultation with you doesn't necessarily mean that I actually can do the magic and make things yeah. work for you. However, I've got enough of a network to where I can point you in the right direction and I can introduce you to somebody who could fill in that gap for you. Okay, awesome. Well, we do have to go to break. Um, And so I hope you'll stay with us. My guest is Michelle Teague and you can go to ateagueofyourown.com and she is also on Facebook. I hope you stay with us. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed right here on 95.9 WATD. Are you getting the support you need to move your business forward? The perfect group for you might just be Powerful Women Rise. We are a motivational mastermind for women who are serious about transforming their businesses and missions. 
educate ourselves on topics relevant to the entrepreneur today. And we gain incredible support from a team of professionals with diverse experiences and wisdom. So how do you want to be supported over the next 12 months? Visit PowerfulWomenRise.com to register or get started today. To England or France You may like to gamble You might like to dance You may be the heavyweight Champion of the world You may be a socialite With a long string of pearls But you're gonna have to serve Somebody You're gonna have to Serve somebody Somebody Well it may be the devil Or it may be the Lord, but you're gonna have to serve somebody. Serve somebody. You might be a rock and roll addict, prancing on the stage. You might have drugs at your command, women in a cage. You may be a businessman or some high degree thief. They may call you doctor or they may call you chief, but you're gonna have to serve somebody. And we are back. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed. Oh, my God. That was such a great song. This was Serve Somebody by Mavis Staples and Johnny Lang. And the original one, version I listened to was um, on Blank and Bob Dylan. Bob mm -hmm. Dylan. And there were a couple of um, other different varieties that I found on YouTube. Um, but this one, oh, my God, Mavis Staples. I And then I just went down the rabbit hole and started searching her and all her music. And, yeah, what a great... And ultimately, we are all serving. Yes. We are all providing a service. And that's why I wanted to play that song. Um, now, what are you... What are the challenges that you're seeing in potential clients now? And... How are they different from two, three, or four years ago? Because I, I want to, I want, I feel like you're going to say that they've almost tripled. Oh, there's lots of challenges. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, COVID itself obviously was a huge challenge. Uh, when you had, when, at the very beginning of COVID, you had people leaving the office and going home, and then you had the challenge of uh, working with people virtually. Okay. Mm, uh, which which and, provides basically a disconnect. Yes. And you had, uh, and there are communication challenges there, and you've got a lot of conflict that happens because of that. And so you had those initial challenges from, from COVID. Now we're at the other end, and people are starting to come back to the office. And you have, in fact, I've read a, about three or four different articles about the great resignation mm. and people are leaving their jobs because a they don't want to go back to the office and b they figured out you know what i can do things on my own hmm. and they're leaving these jobs 
which uh, for many employers, they're having a hard enough time finding people to fill spots that were open to begin with. And now they have people who were there starting to leave. And it's that's one of the biggest challenges that are coming up right now yeah. is keeping good employees, which has always been a hard time for people to keep good employees. But with what's gone on over the past year and a half, trying to keep your good employees and also hire to add to those good employees, that seems to be one of the biggest challenges that companies have right now. And I think it's really easy and, you know, correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I think that it's easy for the, you know, the human mind to go, all right, well, if I can't keep these people here, then, you know, what's out here that I need to change? Mm -hmm. And I always come back to the simple theory and concept of, you know, just like when you're raising your children, if you want your child to behave differently, you mm -hmm. have to be the one that does something different. And yes. I, I feel like that's really what it is when you see things happening on the outside of your peripheral, you know, that pebble you drop in the water and the little ripples go out. When you see things going out, you kind of have to take it inward and, yes. and, and taking it inward you know, you could just go to the fast step and, you know, realize you need to outsource because honestly, you know, like the song earlier we played, you know, uh, let them in. If someone like you comes and is um, in your peripheral view or somehow is, is in your light that you can see, you know, that's a sign that you need to be open to letting some someone outside in to help your organization. Yes. I, I think, and, I believe so anyway. And something else to keep in mind, especially for all those business owners that are out there, for those upper level managers and leaders that are out there, um, there's a book out there that I highly suggest for people who are in this spot right now. It's called The Platinum Rule. The Platinum by, Rule. The Platinum Rule. It's by Tony, Dr. Tony Alexandra. And um, unlike the golden rule, and those of us who went to Sunday school for, for many, many years, we know the golden rule is to treat others the way that we want to be treated. Oh, love that. Okay. Yeah. The platinum. Problem, yeah. The problem with the golden rule is not everybody wants to be treated like us. <laughs> the, the platinum rule okay. is to treat others the way they want to be treated. Ah. And that's the key is if you if if you're in hr if you're a business owner if you're a hiring manager if you are a leader and you've got people who are leaving ask yourself how am i treating those people yeah am i treating them the way they want to be treated Mm. Because if you're treating people the way they want to be treated and people want to be treated with respect, people want to be, be treated as yep. an, a person or yep. not a thing. Yep. They're not, not a number, not a number. That, that, that part's going to be universal. Yeah. However, people have different needs and are you meeting their needs? Are yeah. you treating them the way that they need to be treated? And that's what you need to ask yourself. And I also... How, 
you know, I, I, sorry to interrupt you, but I, um, I took a, a, a test a couple of weeks ago, an online test. It was a free thing that someone else had recommended. And you have one on your, you have one on your um, website too. Mm-hmm. You have a, a core values worksheet. Yes. I can't remember if I took it, but my, my point is when I took this test, it showed me all of like five or six strengths. And mm-hmm. then like, you know, a bunch of, you know, upper strengths, not quite the strengths, but, you know, yeah. upper strengths. And then all the places, you know, the, the, the six or seven things that I'm not so proficient in. Oh. And it's the human um, tendency to, oh, let's go to those things I'm not so good at and focus on those and get, no. and then I'll be like well-rounded. But that's, no. that's not ideal. No. Like, <laughs> We have to, because that's like putting a square peg in a round hole. Yes. Yeah, we have to focus on what our strengths are, and that includes the strengths of the others around you. Yes, and there's a reason why you hired them to begin with. Yeah. Uh, They brought brought these strengths with them, and that's part of who they are. Um, uh, One one of the, the books that I love, uh, we keep talking about books, is Strengths um wait say it again strengths finder the strengths finder strengths finder oh without the the okay strengths uh, finder and it's uh it it will help you figure out there's a quiz in there just like you were talking about where it identifies what your your top strengths are and it tells you this is what you focus on don't worry about all the dozens of other strengths that are out there (laughs) That isn't you. This is who you are, and you. And that's dependent. Forms. That's dependent on you filling out these forms with total vulnerable honesty. Yeah. Because if you're lying when you're filling out the form and you're like, "Yeah, I'm really strong here," but you're really not, then yes. the outcome of the form, you're just, you're not, you're just going to go in circles. Yes, and. The whole point of Strengths Finders is to figure out what you're really good at so that you can build on that. Yeah. Build up on your strengths because that's what you're good at and that's yeah. what you're going to be happy doing. And that's, uh, most of us want to be successful. And if you focus on that, it makes it easy to be successful. Yeah. And that's why it's important to focus on that with the people that you employ. Your team, the entire team, not just the management part of the team, every single person, you know, they, it trickles down. It starts, starts with, with the, the uh, original owner of whoever the organization is, whether it's Tony Robbins or Target or whatever it is, starts with that original uh, founder. And then it all trickles out from there, just like that ripple effect on the, on the water. Exactly. And when A, they're working with what their strengths are and B, they're treating other people the way they want to be treated, you're going to have people who want to stay. Yeah. You're going to have people who are actively involved in pursuing the organization's mission because they feel like they're part of it. And they feel valued. They feel valued. And if you can make people feel valued, mm. they'll stay. Yeah. They really will. All right. Well, we do have to go to break, and I'm um, not asking any questions on my sheet once again. So, um, 
<laughs> which we'll get to. I don't know. Maybe you'll have to come back again. Uh, <laughs> my guest is Michelle Teague, a Teague of your own dot com. You can also find her on LinkedIn. I'm your host, Nicole Perry. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed right here on 95.9 WATD. A grapefruit diet is not realistic. A love diet is personal. For over two and a half years, Nicole Perry has been writing her debut book, I Am On A Love Diet, and it's officially available on Amazon right now. Nicole's debut book, I Am On A Love Diet, is Nicole's story of how she focused on feeding herself love for 365 days and shares her very candid, raw, and personal thoughts about the dieting industry. Nicole's book is nonfiction, but reads like a beach novel. Get your copy today by visiting ilovemydiet.com. You are listening to Powerful Women Revealed, and that was A-OK by Ty Verdes. I don't even know how to say his first name. T-A-I Verdes. And what a great, powerful, positive song. Um, I love it. We played the clean version here on WATD. Just so you know, there's the, it's not a clean, a clean song if you're Googling or YouTubing. Um, all right, I... Instead of skipping over these questions, Michelle, I'm going to ask you three questions because they all kind of tie together. Okay. okay. So, um, is your, uh, let's see, which one do I want to ask first? All right. Are there misconceptions about how you serve? Mm-hmm. Is your ideal client at the point of total frustration and complete despair? Mm-hmm. Uh, and why would somebody hire when things are seemingly good enough? All great questions. Right, they, but they all so, kind of tie together. And I just wanted to make did. sure we didn't go through this whole segment without me asking some of those. Um, so my ideal client, for, I, I like the middle one. Um, as far as frustration you know, and cl- complete despair are are they well, like is that when they're coming to you yes and the sad part is they're waiting until then to come yeah. to me when it, we could head off that frustration and despair much earlier and much sooner in the process yeah um, as, as soon as my ideal client is somebody who's they've got some conflict going on 
There's some miscommunication going on either between them and their team or, as I said before, them and their customers. There's a communication breakdown somewhere. One of the other things that I do is I provide leadership development training. So either they don't have people ready to fill leadership roles or they just promoted somebody to a leadership role and realized, ooh, hold on, they really don't have the skills they need to be successful for that role. And then I also do team building where I get everybody on the same page. Um, So ideally, you're not pulling your hair out. You're not staying up at night because you can't get any sleep because all of this is happening. So they're basically waiting until they have to go to the emergency room rather than going to a preventative doctor's visit in the first place to. Yeah. Okay. And if you get to it sooner, here's the thing. This is what I tell people is you could pay me tens of thousands of dollars because you waited too long and what's it's going to take me a whole lot longer to fix the hole that you dug. Oh. Or you could pay me a small amount of money. Yes. You could bring me in much sooner rather than later. Yeah. It's going to take, you know, six to eight weeks of me getting in there, doing some training and setting that good foundation for people. Yeah. And then I just need to do some coaching. Yeah. Once or twice a month with those people. And you're going to have results a whole lot sooner and you're going to be a whole lot happier and it's going to end up costing you a lot less money and time. I just read something this morning. I have to share this. She's This is Marianne Williamson uh, in The Law of Divine Compensation. I got it at the library, so sorry if you're going to go there today and get it. But Um, And they're closed today anyway. Uh, But um, she says it's not like, you know, you do all kinds of working out and you get your exercise in and then you get your body all nice and fit. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I don't need to work out anymore. (laughs) You know, you have to build the communication muscle and you have to keep it strong and you have to exercise it. And it's the same with the leadership muscles. It's the same with with, uh, building a good team together. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a reason why you need to make time for that on a regular basis. So that leads us to the misconception then. Yeah. What What is the misconception and why? Well, I think people hesitate. Well, you want to know why I think people hesitate? I think people, I'm learning a lot about ego right now. And ego comes, ego is basically fear is what I'm learning. And that fear comes in the form of resistance Mm -hmm. and complaining and blaming and, you know, just dare I say rationalization. Like ego comes in many different forms and People, when you're afraid, you're um, you're not allowing the universe to help you smoothly do what it is you need to do. Yes, and to add to that, uh, you are faced with this fear because they they know the truth. That's the thing about fear is you know the truth. You know what's going on. A lot of times they put up those blinders. And they say to themselves, mm, no, uh, everything's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. But, that's be- but that's feeding the ego. 
It does. The blinders well, is feeding that ego so that you won't take the necessary steps right. so that you won't grow and mm -hmm. evolve and mature and love and learn and lead and do all of the things that we're meant to do. Well, and ego, part of ego is realizing what you are capable of and what you are not capable of. I love that you just use this word capabilities yes. because our capacity, mm -hmm. it, it generates um, desire, whereas potential um, cre creates more fear. Correct. Right? And we all have capabilities. We all have strengths. We all know what we can do. We know what we what the possibilities are out there for us for our teams for our organizations what happens with many people because you you're asking about you know why don't they come to me sooner yeah because they think they can do it themselves yeah, they we can't we can't do it all and, and you can't uh no well, i can paint my own nails yes and, and they're not going to look as good no, but there are and, and but you, and then you can go to the salon but there are so many um things that have a higher risk yes. then you know painting my own nails isn't really very risky <laughs> what about painting your house exactly okay yeah uh and, and let's talk about this on a larger scale what about you know the building that you're in right now painting the outside of it yeah um, so if you, you want to use that uh we can because it's true you're going to end up hiring somebody at some point because oh my you God. realize and the, the amount of people it, the, the the risk is too great and the amount of people that are doing home projects i i don't know i think it's 81 yes. percent are screwing it up and having to resource anyway <laughs> outsource anyway and so it's costing you because then you have yes. to think about the, the cost not only just the money but in time yeah because it cost you when you, you tried to do it yourself yeah it cost you time and money then yeah and now you figured out i can't do this myself i need to bring somebody else in and so it's costing you more time and more money by bringing somebody else in yeah. and the results that you want you're not getting nearly as quickly as you wanted them because you you tried to do it yourself and now you're having to bring somebody else in anyway i love it and you know on that note i want to leave you with one final thought before we go to break but um now there is only our time is now and mm -hmm. the, the now is creating the past and the now yes. is creating the future so the yes. past and the future is now. So on that note, um, we're going to go to another quick break. I hope you stay with us. We have one more awesome segment with Michelle Teague, a Teague of your own .com, And you can also find her on LinkedIn and Facebook and probably a few other places. Uh, I'm your host, Nicole Perry. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed right here on 95.9 WATD. Are you getting the support you need to move your business forward? The perfect group for you might just be Powerful Women Rise. We are a motivational mastermind for women who are serious about transforming their businesses and missions. At each meeting, we educate ourselves on topics relevant to the entrepreneur today. And we gain incredible support from a team of professionals with diverse experiences and wisdom. So how do you want to be supported over the next 12 months? Visit PowerfulWomenRise.com to register or get started today. 
God, we are back. You are listening to Powerful Women Revealed. I want to go listen to that song right now. We are the champions by Queen. Um, what a great song. And I just want to uh, mention to the listeners that your email is info at com. Do you prefer right. people to email you or give you a call or what do you prefer um, to the, like the first connect? You know what? I follow the platinum rule. Whichever way they want to communicate works for me. I love it. The platinum rule. <laughs> wow. We're we're talking heavy a lot about books today. I love it. I love That's it. Cool. I My bag is full of books. I'm like, Karen, I'm the book queen now. I used to be the bag lady. Now I'm the book queen, I think. Um, and so we want to talk about a couple of actual um, other books that really have helped you. And before we start mentioning those books, I just want to ask you, this isn't on our um, agenda here today, but I know that you want more clients what are yes. what is your capacity right now are you at 60 percent and you know how much more can you handle because your husband does do the company with you he does uh, right now we could handle we could handle a few more customers so okay. if there's anybody out there who's on the fence and thinking oh i don't know give us a call like i said when we do that consultation well we may figure out during that consultation that we're a great fit for you or we yeah. may figure out i'm not and here's somebody who is yeah so always always contact us let us know what's going on and we will go from there uh we we've got i've got the space right now i've got the capacity right now and i feel so. like a really great place to start is to really have you come and present yes. to, to to the organization because that's a really great way to get your foot wet with yes. you. Like if you have a company and you've got 300 employees, it's a great way to dip your toe in the water into a teague of your own and, and see how you guys operate and how much you can pump up their organization and if they want to take it uh, another extra step from there. Correct. We can do a lunch and learn for you. We could do a mastermind for you. So we've got some options there for yeah. you to try us out. Uh, we can do it face to face. We could do it virtually. Yeah. Um, well, you're in Pennsylvania. You're in Pennsylvania. So how far do you travel? We'll travel a few hours. Um, it's okay. up to It really depends. Some of these companies really want to have the face to face training yeah. which i get mm -hmm. um others 
Others have figured out that virtual training is working for them because they can have people from different shifts and different locations all train at the same time. And that's working too. Yeah. So it works. Okay. Now, some of the books we want to talk about, um, mm -hmm. the, the last one is the one that I read, um, not along with you, but I've also read. The first one, um, As a Man Thinketh. Now yes. that one came out in 1903 by James Allen. What drew Correct. you? What drew you to that book? Uh, that book, uh, as, as a man thinketh, is all about getting the right mindset. Mm. It's all about coming from a mindset of abundance as opposed to a mindset of scarcity. Mm. And when it comes to business, when it comes to life in general, you have to believe that there is more out there, that there yeah. is plenty out there. There's enough customers for me and every other trainer, coach, and speaker out there. Yeah. Uh, there are plenty of people out there for me to help. In fact, there's probably way too many people out there for, <laughs> for me to help. However, uh, there will always be more. And coming from that abundance mindset that there's plenty out there, you don't have to fight and scrape and, and um yeah feel like there's just you know the pie is only so small no they make bigger pie plates it constantly grows mm, love it and now the second book that you were drawn to is the science of getting rich by wallace waddles yes and what what drew you to that book um he talks about thinking in a specific way and uh, part of that is that sense of abundance and it, it kind of marries the first book of as a man thinketh with the this theory of not just uh growing rich financially but growing rich spiritually growing rich in friendships and relationships mm. uh, you can use the the theories that he has in that book for your life to just grow and that's the beauty of it is uh, the science of getting rich is all about once again using that mindset to make some changes in your life so that you'll be able to see the riches in both uh, physical and you know uh, non-physical forms start to manifest. I love this and we are almost out of time but the last one and before I mention the last one I just think this is amazing that you read these three books every single year again and again and again like you must know them by the back of your hand like so the last one is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill and I read that one as well and there's a really great worksheet that you can write up like as a dedication for yourself yes. about your life purpose or your yes. um your he calls it something else what does he call it not your life purpose your no what he he wants you to do is he wants you to read it twice a day once in the morning and once in the evening and it's basically helping you focus on what it is that you really want out of life mm -hmm. and it's forcing you to look into the future and say this is where i want to go and reading it as if it's already happened yeah and what that does is it makes your mind start to think 
that's what you that's where you are and frankly um, when i read mine because i i haven't been doing it faithfully every morning and night but i have been doing it and each time that i fade off from doing it i realize there's something there that i need to change because right so it's really important to continue yes uh, and the other thing is once you make it there you write a new one yes yeah, so um, i just tweak it yeah. People, I think people are afraid to put things in like writing and in stone and, and say it out loud and be held accountable because then if they don't, you know, follow through all the way, then they're somehow a failure or, you know, yeah. And I, I, I think that, you know, fail and fail often. Who said that? Yeah. Somebody said well, that. And learn from your failures. Uh, yeah. One of the books that John Maxwell wrote is fail forward. Uh, mm. Figure out what you did, what didn't work, and then don't do that. Yeah. Uh, to <laughs> learn from it and and fail forward. Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing is, if you don't write things down, they're not going to happen. There's been enough studies done out there that yeah. show you have to write your goals down yeah. for them to become concrete and for you to actually focus on them. And avoiding it is nothing but fear, which is basically right. the ego telling you don't do that because the That's ego it. wants you to stay stuck where you're at. Yes. So we, we are yeah. out of time. Thank you so much, Michelle. I feel like we are ki we are kindred nerds at heart together. Yes. <laughs> You're always so delightful to interview. Um, you can go to ateagueofyourown.com again for more information or email info at ateagueofyourown.com. I want to leave you with this final quote from Bill Gates. As we look ahead into the next century, leaders will be those who empower others. I want to thank you so much for listening and helping end systemic racism by doing what you can, speaking out and simply caring. I hope you will tune in next Sunday after the news at noon. Until then, I'm your host, Nicole Perry. Have a great week. And remember, knowledge is power and it's what you do with that knowledge that matters.